You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. Therapy Notes is a practice management and EHR software that helps behavioral health professionals manage their practice with confidence and efficiency. I've been using Therapy Notes in my own group practice for about five or six years now, and they're hands down amazing. They've got a scheduling and to-do list that is so easy to look at, a notes template that is amazing and exactly what you need, billing that has accurate reports that you can use, credit card processing system, a client portal that's constantly being updated, security, and tech support that is amazing. You can call and actually talk to someone right away. If you're looking for an EHR that can give you everything you need to run your group practice smoothly, try Therapy Notes out by going to www.therapynotes.com forward slash the group practice exchange and you'll get two free months to try them out. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode. So today we're going to be talking about building your business support people. By that, I don't mean friends and family members, but actual business owners who support your business. We've all seen it. We've all watched practice owners asking the masses on Facebook groups about how to do this, if they should do that, and everything in between. And while many times there's great advice that's being given, and that's what's great about Facebook groups, There's times where well-intentioned feedback is flat out wrong. What every business owner needs is business support people. And like I said, it's not necessarily other group practice owners or business owners, although that's really important too. And I've talked about that in previous podcast episodes, but people who can support you and that you can turn to when you actually need tangible support and they can help you with that tangibly. Um, these people are your speed dial supports that you can go to quickly when you need help um, instead of going to the strangers on the internet to get feedback on areas that um, might be different when it, with your business compared to someone else's. So um, these support people can be different business to business. Depending on what your business needs most, it'll dictate who the best support people or the best support businesses are. For example, if your practice is one that hires often and is growing and it's large, one support business might be an employment attorney. I'm always talking to my employment attorney every month about random things. Things come up. I don't always um, hire new people every month, but things change legally when it comes to employment. And I have lots of questions about if I should change this, if I should add this benefit. And so I'm often talking to my employment attorney and she's definitely one of my top five um, business support people. But if you're a smaller group practice that maybe doesn't hire often, that person might not be your top five business support people because you might just need uh, a contract for independent contractors and and that that's it. And then you're maybe set up, right? If you're going to be small. Um, maybe you're in a saturated therapist area and digital marketing is your bread and butter for referrals. So your digital marketing manager might be one of your top five business support people, or maybe that's how you realize you might need a digital marketing person to support you in best getting those referrals. So you're not wasting money. The point is when you're building your five business support people, that you're finding businesses that are essential to the maintenance and growth of your business. These are the people that you contact instead of using Facebook and Google and the like. Um, These are the people who know your business well enough to be able to help you make an informed decision about your business. 
I'm not saying that Facebook isn't a great tool or Googling things isn't a great tool um, to have in your in your pocket um, because that's one of the ways that I grew my business in the beginning before Facebook groups existed and before there was much information out there or many group practice owners out there. Uh, what I'm saying is that that should be your adjunct. That should be kind of the starting point where you maybe are are getting a little bit of information and learning from, but that when it comes to actually making the decisions, you use your support people, you use those experts who know um, your business. Because remember, if you're in any one of these Facebook groups or my Facebook group, you can see there's thousands of group practice owners in there and there are thousands of different models and ways that each of those group practices are being run. So no two group practices are alike. And so you can't necessarily rely on one person's answers of how to do things and, and uh, apply that to your group practice. There's state by state laws, there's federal, there's so many different um, things you need to think about. And and that's why oftentimes having uh, an expert that knows your business specifically um is best for making those kinds of decisions. So typical business support people might be an accountant or a financial planner, employment attorney, malpractice attorney, a social media manager, digital marketing manager, um, maybe a business consultant or a community marketing person or a virtual assistant, an HR consultant or um, someone like a SCORE business mentor, right? These are some of those typical business support businesses um, or people that might help you make an informed and sound decision when it comes to a change or policy or an idea that you want to implement in your group practice. So take some time to think about the areas of your business that need the most support, that maybe you have the least amount of expertise in, that uh, you need the most amount of insight on, and start finding those experts and put them on your mental speed dial or physical speed dial. These are the people that you want to go to immediately when you have questions and you're paying for their services. So they're going to give you their time and give you the feedback that you need that's accurate. And that's uh, a best fit for what your business is trying to do. Um, Best ways to find those people is by first writing down some of those areas that you need a lot of support in or that you just don't know all the answers to. One big one is always going to be around law um, because we're not lawyers. Unless you are, then maybe that's not uh, one that you need. But just to find those areas where you feel like they're your weak spots when it comes to um, the knowledge that you have in those areas. And um, start looking for people if you don't have someone who's an expert in that area that you trust. And a great place to find that would then be Facebook. Um, great place to look is to go into a Facebook group and ask who is a trusted male practice attorney in my state, whatever state that is, um, that you group practice owners who are in my state recommend. And then start writing those down, start interviewing those people. Again, don't automatically just hire the first person that gets recommended because just because one person likes them doesn't mean they're good for your business, but start um, doing those interviews and seeing who you really um, trust uh, to give you that sound feedback. A pivotal part of successful business ownership is just, is not going at it alone. Business owners who have business support people are less isolated. They're less unsure about their businesses. They feel more supported and they're much more sure in their decisions that they're making for their business. So don't rely on strangers on the interwebs for the answers for your business questions. 
make sure you have your five support people that are business owners and experts in areas that you need the most amount of support in and have those email contacts in your, in your email or put those phone numbers on your phone so that when you have questions, the best investment you can make is spending a little money asking those people the questions that you have related to their areas of expertise. All right, everyone, have a good rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.